Hi, I'm your host, Lillian Yang. Your other host, Fakri Shafai, will be back soon. Today's episode is on giant pandas and bamboo. So most species on Earth eat a varied diet. Because if you only eat one thing, then if that one thing is gone, then you're kind of doomed. Of course, the giant panda is one of those creatures that only eats one thing. Uh, we usually have four pandas here, two adults and two sub-adults. Yang Yang, who's our adult male. Lun Lun is our adult female. Mei Lun and Mei Huan are our twin sub-adults. That's Heather from Zoo Atlanta. Okay, Lillian, are you there? Hi, I'm still here. Heather, are you there? Yes. Great, everybody's here. Hi, Heather. Hello. We also spoke to someone from the Toronto Zoo. We have two giant pandas. We have a pair, so China always sends a pair that they hope will breed. We have our male, Damao, and Damao is going to be seven years old on September 1st. And we also have our female, Urshan, and Urshan is going to be eight on August 10th. That's Karen from the Toronto Zoo. How are you, Lillian? I'm here with Karen. Well, I'm going to actually, I'm sitting here, but I'm going to let uh, Karen sit here so she can be closer to the phone. Okay. I'm here. Hi, Karen. Hi, Lillian. Well, I think everybody knows that giant pandas eat bamboo. They've evolved millions of years ago to start eating bamboo, and nobody really knows why because it's not a very good food source for them. They have to eat copious amounts of it to get any kind of energy. A wild giant panda's diet is 99% bamboo, and if they aren't eating all bamboo, they might eat different types of vegetation. If they came across maybe a dead animal, they might eat that for protein, but really only 1% of their diet is not bamboo. So in the wild, giant pandas eat 99% bamboo. But giant pandas evolved from bears that were omnivores, so their ancestors would have happily eaten different meats. Yet, as everyone knows, pandas only eat bamboo. Yes, it's adorable, it adds to their non-threatening vegetarian furball image, but it doesn't make any sense. Let me explain. Vegetarian animals usually have long intestines that help to break down the fibrous plant foods that they eat. Vegetarian animals also tend to have genes for enzymes that break down cellulose. Panda bears don't have either of these traits. So the question is, how do giant pandas digest plant food? Here's the key to the mystery. There are bacteria that break down cellulose for the giant pandas that are inside giant panda intestines. And according to the Institute of Zoology in Beijing, the majority of these bacteria they discovered were unique to giant pandas. But they still don't have the long intestines that help in the process of breaking down tough plant foods. So even though they can eat the plant bamboo, they don't break it down efficiently. So they have to eat it all day long. So how many hours a day do panda bears spend eating? We're really lucky at the zoo. We have a lot of cameras on our pandas all the time. And then we have an employee that analyzes the data. So I can tell you that our giant pandas, for sure, average 14 hours a day eating. So that's over a 24-hour period. 
In the wild, giant pandas have to travel longer distances to find food, so they spend even more hours eating and foraging. Pandas in the wild have to eat for about 16 hours a day, and they also have to eat a ton of food. An adult panda can eat 30 to 50 pounds of bamboo a day. Nobody knows why giant pandas evolved to only eat bamboo. <laughs> I've, ne- I've read nothing that ex- explains why. It makes no sense for a carnivore. To break away from its main group millions of years ago, and to start eating bamboo. I guess the the most logical theory would be that there was a depletion of animal product, protein to eat, and they were in bamboo forests, so they just ate what was available. Because why would you start eating something that you're not adapted to eat, and something that's of such poor quality nutritionally? It doesn't make any sense. Okay, because I've read that it was basically due to Humans taking away their habitat, and then they were driven, I guess, into these forests where they. But ate that the didn't bamboo. happen millions of years ago. So, no, it wasn't until the 1990s that they really figured out that giant pandas are a bear. For a long time, they debated where they belong taxonomically. So then they figured out that they broke away from the main bear line. I think three million years ago, or something like that. So that's the big question: Why did they break away, and why did they just suddenly start eating bamboo? That, you know, nobody was around back then, so we can't really figure that one out. Giant pandas are endangered. They are still considered to be endangered, and I think it's just because of where they live. So, if you live in China with such a huge population, it's always going to be infringing on their habitat. There are few giant pandas in the wild. How many pandas are there in the wild, and how many in captivity? In the wild, in the latest census showed there was about 1,800, and they're able to do the censusing, I believe, through DNA.、Uh, I guess when they collect feces, they can tell it's different animals. And then in captivity, there's about 400 in captivity. Most of them are in China. So we learn about the giant pandas' diet in zoos. Bamboo is more complicated. Than you or I might think, there are over a thousand species with varying nutritional values. There's over a thousand species of bamboo worldwide, and they know specific ones that are most nutritious. At Zoo Atlanta, they have locally grown bamboo, all donated, collected from hundreds of sites across Georgia.、Um, we have about ten species that will try throughout the year, and there's about six of those that they will eat consistently. We have different species here than they would in the wild in China. Of course, it grows differently in different places. So, on the contact page, it says we are no longer seeking bamboo donations. Can you tell me about the bamboo donations? Sure. The zoo has hundreds of sites all over North Georgia. So, in about a 50 to 100 mile radius of the city of Atlanta, we have people that have called in and said, "Hey, I have this patch of bamboo on my property. Can you use it for the pandas?" And our bamboo team will go out and they'll analyze it. They'll make sure it's a species that our pandas will eat. There are over 200 species just in Georgia. So obviously they're not going to eat everything that grows in Georgia because we have tried many and <laughs> they really only like those certain ones. They also have to make sure it hasn't been sprayed with pesticides or you know any other chemicals. When we try it with the pandas, we give them feedback. Hey, they didn't like this. They did like this.、Um, they'll make a note of that at the site and say, oh, the pandas ate this. In July of 2015. So then, you know, next year or the following year, whatever, we know that that was a good site. We can go back there. 
That's probably a little more detail than you wanted. Is it mostly bamboos from donation that you're using for feed then? Exclusively, yes. Okay. At the Toronto Zoo, they get the bamboo from Memphis, Tennessee. So we have to order bamboo in, and it comes from Memphis, Tennessee in the United States. And the reason Memphis is able to supply us with bamboo is that they have a pair of pandas at their zoo. So when they were getting their pandas, they were able to purchase some land and grow bamboo. So they have quite a large bamboo plantation. And unfortunately, with our climate, although bamboo grows in a lot of different types of climate, it really is too cold in our winter to, for it to survive. Researchers have found that giant pandas have very specific bamboo-eating behaviors. And these behaviors are based on seasons. They will eat all parts of the bamboo except the rhizomes or the roots, and they do this seasonally. So, for example, um, in late summer, they typically just eat the leaves. At this time, the leaves are newly grown and very soft, very nutritious. In the winter, when the leaves are older and harder and, you know, not quite as good, they'll eat the calm of the bamboo or the stem. In the spring, their favorite thing are the shoots, which is new growth of bamboo. I mean, in the wild, that's all they will eat in the spring. At the Toronto Zoo, they give their pandas 50 kilograms of bamboo each day. That's over 100 pounds, my weight in bamboo. But as we mentioned earlier, giant pandas eat 30 to 50 pounds of bamboo a day. The reason they give the giant pandas extra is because this way the giant pandas can sort through all of the bamboo themselves and pick out which parts they want which parts they don't, and they know best. What we give our pandas is 50 kilos of bamboo each per day. So that's over 100 pounds of bamboo per panda every day. And they don't eat that much bamboo, but what we do is we have to give them that much so they can sort through it and decide what parts of the plant and how much of it they want to eat. So it's kind of like a psychological healthy thing for them to do to be able to sort through the bamboo, decide, oh, I don't really like this stem, but oh, I really like this one. So that is exactly what they'd be doing in the wild. Karen tells us a bit about what the breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks would be like for a giant panda at the zoo. 10 kilos for breakfast, and that's usually at about 7.30 in the morning. Various small meals every two to three hours of about five kilos each. And then at dinner time, 25 kilos of bamboo, and that's to last through the night. And at least 90% of the giant panda's food has to be bamboo, or else they'll actually get sick. At Zoo Atlanta, the giant pandas are fed 95% bamboo. Feeding the giant pandas is interesting. The zookeepers have to first remove the animals from their habitat. They are bears, after all. Because they are a bear, we don't go in with our pandas. We have protected contact all the time. So if we need to feed them, and as I, as I was saying, about every two to three hours, we give them a, a feeding of bamboo. What we do is we shift them out of the habitat that they're currently in, and we put them somewhere else. And whenever we shift them, we always give them uh, a reward for shifting. So I did fail to mention earlier that each panda does get two apples a day, and they get something called leaf eater biscuits, which are um, basically a manufactured biscuit that is formulated for animals that eat mostly leaves, and it's a high-fiber protein biscuit with all their vitamins and minerals in it. We go into the habitat that's empty, we clean up the old bamboo, we collect all their, their poo or their feces, and we weigh that. Every time they, they do that, we have to weigh it, and 
then we put the fresh bamboo in. And we usually try to put it in a variety of areas. I should note that collecting and weighing the poo lets them calculate how much the animals have eaten. And it also lets them check the consistency of the fecal matter. This gives them an idea of the animal's health. And what about the 1 to 5% of the giant panda diet at the zoos that isn't bamboo? At the zoo, they get a little bit of produce, so some apple, um, some banana, our male likes uh, raw sweet potato. Um, our female won't eat it. Sometimes they get pears. Uh, they also get a prepared leaf eater biscuit. These apples and leaf eater biscuits can be used as treats that let the zookeepers train the giant pandas. What kind of training do the bamboo? I mean, do the panda bears get? Our pandas, our adult pandas, know over 30 behaviors each, and all of these behaviors are. So we can take care of them better. So we can look at their eyes. We can look in their mouths. Um, we can they'll put their paws up so we can check their paws look okay. Their nails are looking okay. We can do ultrasounds on our female while she's awake. They'll voluntarily let us draw blood from their arm. Pretty amazing. Is it a lot like training a dog? It's exactly like that. We ask them for behavior. They present that behavior. They get a reward. And I've never met a panda that wasn't food motivated. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That makes it easy. Exactly. <laughs> and these treats can be included in the giant panda's birthday cakes. At Zoo Atlanta, they take two to three weeks to prep their panda's birthday cakes. Rather than giving the pandas actual calorie-filled cakes, zoos have to be creative about making cakes that won't make the giant pandas sick since their diet still has to be at the very least 90% bamboo, even on their birthdays, of course. So Zoo Atlanta makes the cakes out of ice with a few treats added inside, and the Toronto Zoo offers cakes with toys. On their birthdays, do they get like a special treat? We usually make an ice cake. They really like the ice. A lot of times we'll put scents in them like cinnamon or vanilla. We'll put produce or maybe some sugar cane, which is their favorite treat, um, in there. They just like to play with those and, you know, roll on them and try to get the fruit out. And there you go. Everything you ever wanted to know about adorable giant pandas and what they eat, how they eat it, when they eat it. Thank you so much to Karen from the Toronto Zoo and Heather from Zoo Atlanta. I loved hearing your stories. Okay, food buffs, if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. And if you haven't left a review for us, it makes a world of difference please go to iTunes and leave us a quick review. See you next week.